Donald Cerrone versus Mike Perry. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. Before we jump into this next episode, as usual, I want to remind you guys, hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor.fm. And of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash FightJunkie2006. So we have the old cowboy, Donald Cerrone, comes into the contest with 33 wins, 11 losses. Of the 33 wins, 9 are by KO, 16 by sub, 8 decisions. The 11 losses, 4 by KO, 1 by sub, 6 decisions. For Platinum Perry, 12 wins, 3 losses. Of the 12 wins, 11 are by KO, 1 decision. The 3 losses, all by decision. Let's hit the odds up really quick so we know what we're looking at. Mike Perry, the favorite, minus 210 straight. Cerrone, the underdog, plus 175. Fight goes to a decision and won't go to a decision. This is a three-round fight. Fight goes to a decision, plus 210. Fight doesn't go to a decision, minus 270. Fight is a draw, 85 to 1. We have Cerrone wins inside, plus 325. Perry wins inside, minus 115. Cerrone wins by decision, plus 5 to 1. Perry wins by decision, plus 440. So obviously when you look at this, you can tell what the books are expecting. They are expecting Perry to win outright, and they are expecting it to happen inside, which would also cover the under. The issue here, I don't think so much, is really about Cowboy not being skilled enough to compete with Perry. I think it's just the perception that he's on the short end of the stick here. He's getting a little long in the tooth. You can see that over his last five fights. I believe he's one in four in his last five fights. He had three losses in a row. Then he beat Yancey Medeiros. And then he lost to Leon Edwards in his last fight, which was a good action-packed fight. It did actually go five rounds. He lost a decision. Um, He said before that fight he was really uh, sick, and he almost pulled out, but he didn't. If anybody's followed Cowboy's career, that's not surprising. In fact, leading up to this fight, I believe it was about a month and a half ago, he injured his arm in a, I believe it was a surfing accident, and people were worried he was going to pull out, but he said, no, he will He will be there for the fight, so I expect that to happen. Um, obviously, Platinum here doesn't have the experience with 12 wins and 3 losses that Cowboy has. So a lot of people were kind of surprised that he was such a big favorite. And he obviously doesn't have the competition, hasn't faced the competition that Cerrone has. And again, I don't think it has anything to do with um, the competitions, the skill set, any of that. I really think the reason that Perry is favored And the reason that people bet on him was simply because they believe Cerrone is long in the tooth. 
and they think he's on a slide. And if you look at some of the books where he opened, some places they opened him basically straight like a minus two and above favorite. In other books, it was almost a pick em. So it really just depends on what your book was and when it opened. A lot of times what these books do is they wait for uh, one of the big dogs to pull the trigger and put the line. And then they watch that line to see where the money is going. So say one of the books opened Perry at minus 110 straight. All this money came in on Perry and drove the line up to sitting like minus two. Then the other books have waited and watched that line move. And then they'll open him at two or minus 180 or 250, something like that. That's that's a way that they mitigate their possible losses here so the person the book that opened at first is at a much greater loss if they didn't cap it correctly because as you see in this case opening minus 110 and then shooting up to minus 210 obviously they they believe that line was wrong the public believes that perry should be a two to one favorite and other books followed suit opening perry at the uh, right around the two mark again depending on what book you got and when they actually opened it uh, when you look at the fight won't go that opened right around minus 215 and it's sitting roughly 270 so some movement not gigantic and I think that's only because it's three rounds if this was a five round fight I don't think many people would be expecting that it could even possibly go to a decision so I think that has more to do with three rounds than it does the actual style these two bring to the fight because if you're looking at style wise this should be all action they should uh, Cerrone has uh, really good striking. Uh, I believe his kicks are actually better than his punches. And on the flip side, Perry, I believe, has the better hands than Cerrone. But at the same time, Perry is a, the shorter fighter. So he's going to have to get into that that punching range of Cerrone. I don't believe he can win a kickboxing match. I don't believe he can beat Cerrone on the outside. So he's going to have to make sure his defense is on point to be able to be either all the way out or all the way in. You can't be in that mid-range. If you're in the mid-range for the kicks with Cerrone, you're in trouble. And I think Perry understands that. I expect the same old Perry from here. I think he's going to have to go. And if he is waiting, he better make sure that he's out of distance. Otherwise, those kicks could tear him up from the outside. Um, as far as the durability goes, obviously, you're looking at Perry's never been stopped. Um, I, I would favor him on the feet here if he fights in that right range that we're talking about. With kicks, anything can happen. You miss one of those kicks. Sometimes when you block a kick, you go spark out. So he doesn't want to test his chin with kicks if he's going to test the chin he wants to do it in boxing range he wants to do it in clinch range he wants to do it in elbow range all those areas i think he's okay we've seen him dropped and hurt before but i think in that type of fight the crowd gets what they want they get a bloodbath they get an action-packed fight if it's on the outside it certainly favors cerrone one thing when you're looking at this fight because you guys can probably already tell that I'm leaning towards this fight being stopped, right? You can just tell. You can see the lines. You know the styles. Uh, Mike stopped all but one person that he's faced. Cerrone obviously has amazing kickboxing. 
The one thing that a lot of people won't factor in, but I think it could be a deciding factor in the fight, is the ground game of Cerrone. He actually has more submissions than he has KOs. The issue here is most people aren't going to believe that Cerrone has good enough wrestling to take Perry down. And on the surface, I agree with that. I don't believe he has a good enough double leg or single leg just to shoot in and take Perry down. I don't think that that is in the equation there. I don't think he could get him down that way. The one area that is a little more, uh, maybe he could do it is in clinch area. I think in the clinch, he may be able to throw a sneaky trip in there that could put Perry on his back. If that happens, I believe it's a huge mismatch on the ground. In fact, Perry had even mentioned when both of these guys trained together and they were at the, um, ranch that they sparred and Cerrone controlled him on the ground. Granted, Perry says that he was throwing really light punches. Cerrone was so easy to hit. He didn't want to, you know, mess him up in his home gym in front of everybody. So he just shot a takedown, stumbled. Cerrone got on top of him and he couldn't get up. To me, that tells you all you need to know anyway about the ground game. I don't think anybody in their right mind would say Perry can compete with Cerrone on the ground. I don't think he can, especially if Cerrone's on top. I see that as a huge problem for Perry if it happens. I would actually favor Cerrone to submit Mike Perry if that happened. If, for some reason, something crazy happens and he slips down, uh, he gets knocked down from a punch. Uh, Cerrone's able to trip him in a clinch. Whatever it is that lands Cerrone in the top position, I believe Perry's in real trouble. I think Cerrone could just control him and ground upon him if he wanted to. But Cerrone has a high-level submission game. And I believe that Perry may be deficient in that area and that Cerrone could sink in a sub. If you think that's a possibility, you can always look, depending on what book you use and, and if they offer it, you could always look at a Cerrone wins by submission as kind of a long shot, maybe a throwaway bet there. At one point, it was super high. It opened roughly around like the 670 mark, and then it shot up at one point to over 9 to 1. Obviously, that didn't last long, and it dropped back down to almost 6 to 1. So as of this podcast, you're probably looking at the 625, the 650 area for Cerrone by submission. But I just wanted to mention it. It's it, it, it's not, you know, the most likely scenario because these two are uh, uh, strikers, a kickboxer, even though I don't really consider Cerrone just a kickboxer because, again, I think he has um, amazing ground game. But they like to strike. You see that with Cerrone all the time. He doesn't often shoot for takedowns. When he does, his actual wrestling isn't the greatest. I don't consider him a wrestler. He doesn't have high level wrestling, but it's just a matter of something happened in some way he was able to get Perry down. And you've seen that before in fights. Sometimes crazy stuff happens. And again, I think his best opportunity to get Perry down would be in a clinch. And if you look at the style matchup, Perry is going to have to close the distance. So the clinch is going to be there. So it's not like I'm saying, you know, he has to shoot a double leg. That, don't get it twisted. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Perry is going to put himself in position to be clinched. He has to. He has the shorter arms. He has to put himself in that boxing range. And when you do that, 
it's going to allow Cerrone not only to use his Muay Thai, but it's going to allow him that opportunity to try for one of those trips. And it only takes one. Again, I don't think he has to trip him, take him down, Perry gets up, do it all over again. Trip him, take him. I don't think that. I think if Perry hits the mat, depending on the amount of time left in the round, of course, and if it's in round one or round two, round three even, depending on if it was the start of the round, I think Cerrone would have a lot of opportunities there that could present itself to probably in the fight via submission. So, to me, that could be one of the most dangerous areas that Perry has to face is the potential ground game of Cerrone. On the feet, this could be fire, guys. It really could. Like, sometimes I question the durability of Cerrone, but of his 11 losses, he's only been stopped four times by KO, the one sub as well. So basically, you're looking at the four KOs. You don't have to worry about Perry subbing Cowboy Cerrone. That's not going to happen. So even though it seems like he, he's on the down slide of his career right now, and maybe his durability isn't what it used to be. He's still a really tough guy. He's still a game guy. He's still a warrior. He'll still fight anybody, anywhere. And, of course, he, he wants the win record. Uh, the fight's in Colorado. He's really super excited about that. So there, there's a lot for him to be motivated about. Because a lot of times I question his motivation. It seems like, you know, he's a successful fighter. He's a well-known fighter. He's been around for a long time. You know, how much drive is there? He does a lot of stuff outside of the octagon that gets him going. He's talked about the cave diving where he almost died. I mean, he does just crazy stuff constantly. We talked about the injury. Well, that didn't happen in training. That happened outside of the cage. So it seems like his attention is in a lot of places, and it's not always in the gym where it should be. And that's a concern because when you're facing these guys that he's faced, you know, Masvidal, Lawler, Till, he's losing to these guys. And I don't know if Perry's on that level yet. We'll have to see. This is a test for him as far as Cerrone is, is concerned because he hasn't faced that, that top-notch competition so I know, I understand why a lot of people were surprised at the way the money was flowing and that it was basically one-sided with Perry. And some of the books, again, had opened them at 2 and 225 and 220 and all of this. But that was because of the early line movements. And, and I think the, the line that was closer to a pick is probably more accurate. Even if you want to make Perry the favorite because you think Cerrone's on the slide, maybe a little long in the tooth, maybe the durability isn't there and he's facing a big puncher like Perry go ahead but I don't think you just out of the gate open him at two without that line movement I don't think any of the books would have done that and they only did that because the public was on Perry you do I think the public is right well they could be I can't say for for certain simply because again you've got a huge competition gap here I'm not going to say you have a huge talent gap but overall as a well-rounded fighter, I believe Cerrone is leaps and bounds above Perry in that regard. But again, you have to factor in where is Cerrone at at this stage of his career, not only mentally, but physically. And he is facing a puncher. It's not like anybody is going to tell you Perry can't knock out Cerrone. Nobody is going to say that. Nobody is going to say, oh, Cerrone can take his punch and not go down. That's not true. If they said that, they're delusional. Perry certainly can stop Cerrone. The question comes in, 
Is he going to have that skill set to be able to do it? And how much does Cowboy have left? That's a question ultimately you're going to have to answer. But that's really why this fight is the way it is. People who bet on Perry at that minus 110 or pick him type of line bet him because they believe he has the power to hit Cerrone and they don't believe Cerrone at this stage of the game can take that power for three rounds. So they believe that Perry's going to be able to stop him. Anybody who's betting on Cerrone is doing it based off his experience, his high, high quality of competition, and his overall better skill set. He's better on the ground. He has amazing kicks. He has things that Perry doesn't have. People are saying Cowboy still has enough to win this fight over the good, but maybe limited, Mike Perry. So those are the two different opinions, the two different ways to look at the fight. How do I think each fighter would win? I always love doing this for you guys because I don't know what side you're on. So I try to give you my opinion on how each guy would probably win. And then hopefully that helps you in your capping. And hopefully it gives you a little more information, a little something else to look at that maybe you overlooked or hadn't thought of. As far as Perry goes, I think we all can pretty much agree it's going to be inside and it's going to have to be by stoppage. I don't see Perry being able to compete with Cerrone on the ground. I mentioned that before. I don't think a sub is anywhere in the cards whatsoever. So I wouldn't even look at that. I don't even consider it. The same thing with the straight bet here. Could Perry outwork Cerrone and win on the cards? It's possible, but probably not probable, simply because he's a power puncher. He's only went to the cards one time where he's won. His three losses were by decision. So that tells you right there, he knocks you out or he loses. And when he loses, he loses by decision. So I can't make a great case for Perry straight. I understand why people bet Perry straight at the closer pick'em line. That's fine. I don't have any argument with that. But when you're talking about the the two-ish to like the 250 line we're talking now, I don't really think it's worth the premium on the slim chance he's somehow able to win on the cards. I think if it goes to the cards, that was a Cerrone victory simply because you could make a case that Cerrone on the feet has more tools and he's a leaner longer guy and it would make more sense if he could use his kicks his kickboxing ability that clinch work and then go right back out creating distance so Perry gets inside he uses his clinch work his Muay Thai to survive that area then he uses that length those kicks to keep Perry on the outside, and he does that for three rounds. Again, Perry's never been stopped, so there's nothing to suggest that Cerrone's just going to blast him out on the feet. If Cerrone beats him via inside, it really may come from a submission. That's why I mentioned that high line on the Cerrone submission. Simply because Perry has shown the ability to be in slugfests on the feet and survive. Cerrone, Cerrone has lost some of those slug slugfests on the feet. He's been knocked out in some of those type of fights. So if anybody were to go down in like a just pure standing striking slugfest, 
it would probably be Cerrone. But because Cerrone is so well-rounded, I can't get out of my mind that there could be an opportunity there. Maybe Perry gets over-aggressive. Maybe he comes in like a wild man and Cerrone is able to slip under that, grab a single leg or something, and throw him down. It's a possibility. Perry thinks Cerrone is too weak at 170 to take him down, and I will tend to agree with him in that sense, but there are other ways to get people down than traditional takedowns. Speaking of 170, Cowboy said this is his last fight at 170. He said cutting to 155 is a pain in the ass, but he wants to go back to 55 and make a title run. He still says he has about five years left in the sport. I don't know if that's going to hold true. Like, you got to get some wins in there. He did say he just signed a new deal, but he is going back to 155 after this, and he's going to try to string some wins together and get a title shot and hopefully be a 155-pound champ before he hangs it up for good. So that's something to look at as well. He obviously thinks 155 is a better uh, division for him and he can be more competitive in that um so you, there you have it pretty much with these guys i think uh, cerrone's best chance probably is also the win inside i'm not gonna discount cerrone points i gotta tell you that right now even though i'm leaning towards this fight going under with perry either knocking cerrone out on the feet or cerrone securing some type of ground position and submitting him the opportunity is there for Cerrone to outbox Perry. So when you're looking at this matchup, if you're looking at Cerrone straight, I won't argue with you. He's sitting somewhere around 70 to 85 straight. And I think if anybody can win on the cards, it's Cerrone. Simply because he could outbox Perry. To do that, he can't get hit. I don't believe Cerrone can take Perry's punch all fight long. On the inside in that close range, you've seen him hurt to the body before. I'm sure Perry's seen it. Um, I'm sure with all the drama at Winkle John and all that issue with the gym, Jackson Wink, all that stuff that's going on, they know weaknesses of Cerrone. The body area is a weakness. We've seen him dropped. We've seen him stopped. I'm sure if Perry gets in that boxing range, he's going to be hitting that body. He would be totally stupid if he didn't hit that body. He's going to hit the body if he gets in clinch distance. I don't believe Cerrone can take Mike Perry's punches consistently over and over for three rounds if he's letting him close that distance and not getting trip takedowns, not being able to separate and use his kicks to keep distance. But if he's able to do that, if you believe Cerrone has the overall better kickboxing skills, the striking skills, then you could make a case for him using those outside strikes to keep that distance and Perry just not being able to get close enough consistently to do enough damage to stop Cerrone. If that was the case, then you would probably favor Cerrone points simply because, again, Perry has shown a good enough ability to absorb damage, to absorb those type of strikes in a war, especially in a three-round fight. So when you're looking at this, there are some little wrinkles here and there. There are some things that you have to look at when you're looking at their styles, and you've ultimately got to make that decision. You've got to first figure out which side do I like? Because as soon as you can figure that out, you're a lot better. If you're on the Perry side, it's much easier. All you really have to do is mess with Perry inside, depending on what line you can get. And you're probably golden because that's probably how he's going to win. The same thing with Cerrone. If you feel 
like how I do, like there could be an opportunity. Wow. He could just outstrike him and go three rounds and win a decision in an absolute war that everybody loves. You know, it's blood and guts and each guy has their moments, but overall Cerrone's able to stop those big punches, those body punches, those inside punches enough and do enough good work on the outside that he's able to win on the points. Well, if you look at that, you're already getting a nice line on Cerrone anywhere again from that 70 to 85 ish line, because if you look where he opened and where he's at now, then you're getting an awesome line, depending on which book, of course, because most books he well, the lead book, he opened as a favorite. So he opened roughly at like a, a minus 130 line. And now he's sitting as a plus 180 underdog. So even then, I won't argue with you if you're like, well, yeah, Cerrone might be able to trip him down. It's possible. It probably won't happen. But if it did, he would certainly sub him. But I think just generally he's a better striker and he can definitely outpoint him. Then shit, take the 180. You don't even have to worry about it. So if you're looking at it like that and you've able to pick a side, a Perry side or a Cerrone side, I think the the way that you bet them is pretty clear. I think you probably take uh, Cerrone straight because of the way the line is. And I think you definitely take Perry inside. If you want to get a little spicy, if you're feeling, you know, like uh, maybe some luck's in your favor, you might want to look at that Cerrone wins by submission prop if you have it. If you don't have it or if you don't bet it, you know, that's no big deal. Like I said, it's not like Cerrone's going to double leg him and take him down. It would have to be something where he clinched him, where he had him up against the cage or some, you know, slip or Perry comes in with a wild haymaker that anybody in the world could slip under and take him down, something like that. But overall, I expect a a good fight, even if it ends quickly, even if Perry comes out and, you know, cracks Cerrone right on the chin and he goes down, people are going to be excited about it because it's going to look amazing. And if it happens to be a three round brawl that Cerrone wins on the cards, people are going to say, wow, that, that was amazing. The old dog still has some life in him. I wonder what he's going to do at 55. And if something crazy happened where, you know, Cerrone got him down and submitted him, then everyone's going to be going, man, Cerrone really has a good ground game, doesn't he? You know, a lot of people don't talk about it. They talk about his striking, but they don't mention his ground game. So I don't think this is a, a fight you can miss. I think it's going to be action-packed. I think you can really make a case for either guy. And again, a lot of this comes down to odds and where we're sitting and what you're looking at. Another thing before we end this, if you think the possibility of either guy is to win inside, then you certainly should look at the fight won't go to a decision. Again, it's kind of high and it is only three rounds. But when you look at their styles, you can really make a case that they're just going to go, you know, balls to the wall and somebody's going to go to sleep. That's the way Cerrone fights a lot of the times. And that's the way Perry fights almost all of the time. So it really depends. If you think Cerrone's like, hey, I'm game to come out. There's a lot of animosity there with the stuff that was going on behind the scenes in their gym and what happened afterwards. And it's just going to be mono y mono. Then, yeah, I don't think this thing has a shot in hell of going the distance. If Cerrone decides not to use distance and not use his overall you know, kickboxing ability to pick his shots and keep Perry on the outside, this thing is going to end. If they just come out throwing caution to the wind and throwing heat and looking for bombs, somebody on either side is going to sleep. 
Now, I know most people would favor Perry, and that makes total sense. He's the quote-unquote knockout artist in this fight. He's finished everybody but one person, and Cerrone has more submissions than knockouts. But it's simply because we don't know what kind of ability Perry has to take on an elite-level guy. I mean, let's be honest here. He hasn't faced a really elite-level guy. He's faced some good guys, but, you know, the Ellenbergers and even the Paul Felder, right? The, the Felder fight went to a split decision. Felder's another one of those tough guys that likes to throw down and is durable. So you can see he went to a decision there. So when you look at the competition, you can make a case to say, hey, maybe Cerrone hits him and this guy crumbles. We talk about this all the time. There are levels of things. They are levels to things. And we are going to see what type of level Mike Perry is on. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.